Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Hi, I'm Meredith Curtis. Welcome to Finish Well Podcast. I'm so excited that you're with us today. Today we're going to talk about how to build your house on the rock. So let's jump in. In Matthew, Jesus, on the Sermon in the Mount, he talks to the people, and this is how he ends it. He says, whoever hears my words and puts them into practice, he is like the wise man who builds his house on the rock. And the winds and storms will come, but the house will stand. Then he says, but the foolish man who hears my words and does not put them into practice the storms and the winds beat against the house and the house will fall it won't stand and so he encourages them to be wise to seek the lord to take heart and take seriously the words that he's spoken so that makes me think right away it's basically like jesus is saying whether you put my words into practice or not storms will come that's just a given There's no exception. So maybe you're listening to this right now and you're going through a storm. Are you going through a storm right now? Are you going through some trials with your children? Are you having a rebellious teen? Or maybe there's some strain in your marriage. Whatever you're going through, life is never full of completely smooth sailing. And if everything is smooth right now, then, you know, we know that in the future, there's always going to be something that comes along. So God isn't saying, here's a formula, and if you do this, you won't have any trials. He's basically saying, here is what I want you to do so that when the storms come, you will be able to stand. You'll be able to endure the storms and come out standing, not fallen down, not broken apart, but standing. So what can we do as parents, as homeschooling parents, to build our house on the rock? Well, the first thing is let Jesus do the building. And what do I mean by that? Well, in Psalm 127, it says, unless the Lord builds the house, They labor in vain who build it. So Jesus, on the one hand, tells us to build our house on the rock in Matthew. But then in Psalm 127, he also tells us that the Lord needs to build our house. So I believe that building your house on the rock starts with surrender. It's basically saying to the Lord, you know what? I want to build my house on the rock. I take your word seriously, and I'm living to put it into practice, and I'm entrusting in you. And I'm trusting in the finished work of Christ on the cross. But, you know, to be honest, I really need you to do this. So I'm just going to surrender to you. I'm going to do everything you tell me to do. But Lord Jesus, I really need you to come and build my house. I really need you to come and build my family. I really need you to come and be the king and the Lord of our home. And so building our house on the rock starts with surrender. The next thing that we need to do to build our house on the rock is to accept reality. Life is full of good times and bad times. In Matthew 5.45, it says, He causes his son 
to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. And if you think of, you know, there's sunny days and rainy days, there's good times, there's bad times, that we live in a fallen world. We're not living in heaven, even though we're born again. We're not living in heaven. And so we live in a fallen world where things don't always go the way that we wish they would go. And so we need to trust in the Lord and we need to accept the reality that we will go through struggles. We will go through hard times, but that we will stand if we take him seriously, if we put his word into practice. And the number one way that we put his word into practice is by trusting in the finished work of Christ. Jesus said the work that I want you to do is to believe in the one God sent, and that's me. So the the biggest thing that we can do to put God's word in practice is trust in Jesus and trust in his finished work on the cross that he has paid the price for our sins and we can be with him forever, forgiven and justified. It's so, so exciting. The next thing that we can do. So we let Jesus do the building by surrendering to him. We accept reality that trials will come. And then the third thing is we need to be proactive in trusting God. You know what? Before I get to that, I want to go back to the accepting reality thing. Sometimes people live in this mode. And I've talked about this before on my podcast. Sometimes people live in this mode where they think, Oh, okay, I just have to get through this. I just have to finish school. I just have to do this. I just have to do that. And then when I finish that, then I'm going to really serve the Lord, or then I'm going to really spend time with my children, or then I'm going to really work on my marriage, or then I'm going to really get close to Jesus. But you see, you can't live like that. You can't live like you're just waiting for something to be over, even if that's a trial. You need to live fully. And the Lord can help you do that. But if you're one of those people right now and you're listening and you say, yeah, that's me. I'm just enduring. Jesus has enough grace for you to survive and thrive and not just endure. So I am going to just pray for you right now. Lord, I just pray for anyone listening who feels that way. They're just enduring, getting through school or getting through this financial trial or getting through a hard pregnancy. I pray right now that you would invade their situation and you would pour out grace so that they can rule and reign in this life and in this season. I just ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, I don't know why God just put that on my heart, so I wanted to go back and address it. So anyway, moving on, be proactive in trusting God. And what do I mean by that? Well, Jesus says a chapter before he talks about building the house on the rock, he says, don't worry. Instead, trust God. Usually, he says, look at the flowers of the field. They don't worry. Look at the birds of the air. I feed them. The flowers of the field, I clothe them. Why should you worry? Just seek first the kingdom and all of these things that you need, food, clothing, shelter, they'll all be added to you. So when Jesus reminds us not to worry, but instead to trust God and not only trust God, but to seek his kingdom first, it's just like kind of a cold bucket of water thrown in my face because, you know, I'm a worrier. Like if they had an Olympic event for worrying, I would win. I would be the gold medalist. Yeah, she's so good at worrying. 
And, you know, a lot of us women, if you're a woman and you're listening, not that men don't worry because men worry too, but a lot of times we tend to worry. And usually our worries are about our finances, our health, our children. And we can feel so anxious about those things. And so often our worries aren't even about what's going on right now, but what if, what if this, what if that. So what do you do if you struggle with worry like I do? If you struggle with anxiety like I do, what should you do? Well, there are two ways to be proactive in trusting God. One is seeking the kingdom of God first, and one is praying for all your needs and pouring out your worries to him. So I'm going to talk about the second one first. Pray for all your needs and pour out your worry to him. In 1 Peter 5, 7, it says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So that means all of it. Not like, okay, I'm worried about this part of this. I'll just tell the Lord about this. No, tell him everything. Tell him all the details, every little worry that you have. Cast your anxiety on him. To cast means to throw on. So just throw all your anxiety on him. Pour out your heart. Tell him everything. And know that he cares for you. When you say, Lord, help me, he's like, okay, okay, I am going to help you. And then the other thing that I, that's the first thing, but I'm saying it second, is seek first the kingdom of God. Don't just stuff everything down like, oh, I'm just stuffing it down. I'm not going to think about it. But no, pour your heart out to God. Then when you've done that, when you pour your heart out to God, you have a peace, God says in Philippians, that when we bring all our needs to the Lord, he gives us a peace to guard our heart and mind. So seek first the kingdom of God and pour your heart out to him. Seek first the kingdom of God. Share Spend time with the Lord, tithe, share the gospel, pray for missionaries, build up believers, go to church, serve in church, teach your children about the word of God, love your kids, love your husband, do all these things to seek the kingdom first. And also pour your heart out to God. See, we're putting God first, we're going after him, but we're also saying, Lord, I'm scared. And here are the things I'm scared about. And that's that balance in the Christian life. We don't want to be super focused on one or the other. We don't want to pretend our problems don't exist. If we're worried, pour your heart out to God. That's what we do. So anyway, those are the first three things to build your house on the rock. You surrender to God. Ask Jesus to help you build. You accept the reality that life is full of good times and bad. And you don't, you know, believe lies about God and his love for you when bad times come. And then you're proactive in trusting God. And when I come back, we'll talk about the other two, but we're going to have a word from our sponsor right now. And we'll be right back. Powerline Productions wants to help you celebrate special occasions with your family in a Christ-honoring way. The Celebrate series includes such titles as Celebrate Our Christian Heroes Instead of Halloween, Celebrate Thanksgiving, as well as Christmas Unit Studies, Celebrate Christmas in Colonial America, and Celebrate Christmas with Cookies. If you're looking for a new family tradition, learn all about the Nolet and Curtis Christmassy festivities and celebrate Christmas with a traveling dinner. Check out these titles and more at PowerlineProd.com. That's P-O-W-E-R-L-I-N-E-P-R-O-D.com. Powerline Productions, being world changers, raising world changers.
You've been listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Now back to your host, Meredith Curtis. Welcome back. We have been talking about building our house on the rock, and Jesus is doing our building, and we've accepted the reality that life is full of good times and bad times, and we're proactive in trusting God by seeking the first kingdom first and praying and pouring our heart out to God about all of our needs and worries. The next thing we're going to do is put God's word into practice. So we're seeking first the kingdom of God. We're reading it. We're praying. And now we're going to like take the word of God seriously and put it into practice. God's word is true and we can trust it. And it's full of love and full of promises. And we can unwrap all the promises in the word and enjoy them. We can read that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And we can say, wow, I'm forgiven. I confess my sins and God forgave me. Yay, I'm so excited. We can read promises that his his mercies are new every morning. And we can say, wow, Lord, what's your new mercy today? We can live in the promises of God and be so filled with joy because God is faithful. We discover Jesus in the Bible. You know, the Bible says Jesus is the word, but he's so much more, of course, than the, the Bible. But we discover Jesus in the Bible, the things he did, the things he said, the prophecies that foretell him. And reading his word helps bring us closer to him. And as we pour our worries out to him, our relationship with him is strengthened. As we feel his peace, as we see him move on our behalf. So beyond just reading the Bible with our children and teaching them to pour their hearts out, teaching them to obey the Bible, We want that to grow up knowing that Jesus is alive, that he loves them, that he cares about them, that his ways are good. And as they pray about their own worries and Jesus builds in their life, their faith is going to grow. So what does that look like? Well, it means that when you're driving along and you almost get in an accident, but you don't, you say, Lord, thank you so much. You just protected me. Or you're driving along and you see someone else in an accident. You stop and you say, Lord, please take care of those people. Please protect them. Please heal them. Please provide financially for them. It means that when your child has a fight with a friend, that the two of you sit down and pray and say, Lord, heal this relationship. Heal this. Take away this woundedness. And you talk to them about Matthew 18 and how when you have a problem with someone, you go to them and just keep it between the two of them and try to work it out. It means that you teach your children to respect you and you're someone who's easy to respect so that their job of respecting you is a joy and that, you know, it It is nicer when you can respect someone that is really respectable. And so it's this personal relationship with Jesus that is the strength of our home. It allows us to stand firm when storms come. Because you see, storms do come. 
But when we're close to Jesus, when we know that he loves us, when we're seeking him, when we're pouring our hearts out to him, when we're spending time with other believers who love him too, it changes us and it makes us strong and it makes us sturdy. The last thing I want to talk about in building your house on the rock is to create memorial stones. When Joshua was bringing people into the promised land, the Israelites, not just random people, the Israelites, he said, when you've crossed over, create memorial stones to remember what the Lord has done in dividing the Jordan River so you could cross on dry land. Now, that's amazing to me. That is amazing because God is basically saying to Joshua, there's a chance they might forget. But if you make a big fat stone with writing on it, they might remember. And I know that sounds crazy. God will do these miraculous, amazing things. But then the next time we get into a trial, we're like, oh, wow. I don't know if God will come through. I don't know if he loves me. I don't know if he's good. We just forget. And so we need memorial stones of our own in our own household so that as a family, we can remind each other. What do I mean by that? I mean, like maybe a poster or a picture or a painting that reminds us of how God healed the baby of croup so quickly so he didn't have to be hospitalized. Or maybe a plaque for the baby that you prayed for, for 10 years and finally was born. Or maybe after that rough patch in your marriage where you think, oh my goodness, we're going to get a divorce. Maybe you take a new picture of the two of you together and put it in a heart-shaped frame and remind yourself every day, that God came through and he healed my marriage. Maybe it's when God provided financially in a spectacular way that you take a dollar bill and you frame it and you write the date underneath of how God came through. You know, God comes through for us in so many ways, but it's so much easier to forget than we want to believe. We want to believe we'll never forget, but we do. We do forget, and that's why we need memorial stones. And those memorial stones are a constant reminder to our family. God is good. He loves us, and he's going to come through. When the storms are there, we are on the rock, and that rock is Jesus. And he will never let us go. He will keep us safe. So I hope that you who are listening will build your house on the rock. And that you will enjoy the presence of Jesus in your life, that you will trust him and that you will put his ways into practice. I am so excited to hear your story. So you can email me at Meredith at PowerlineCC.com. I would love to hear what God is doing in your life. And if you need prayer, you can email me too. So God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.